Hi everyone, this is Rico and Tony. We're the Altieri Brothers, and welcome to the Art of Hair podcast. For the last four decades, we have been hair industry leaders as salon owners, celebrity hairstylists, platform artists, educators, and mentors in the awesome world of professional beauty. Our mission is to inspire and motivate you to become the best, the best hairdresser, the best artist, and the best person that you can be. It's time, time to reach for the stars, to let ourselves dream, and then turn those dreams into reality. This is your time right now. So, let's let's do this. How's everybody doing out there? This is Tony Altieri. I'm with my brother, Ricardo Altieri. We've got a podcast today that's going to knock your socks off. I've known this gentleman for years and years and years, and he's just a superstar in the hair industry. There's no doubt about that. I mean, when we go through this whole podcast today, the hair is going to jump up off your arms. I'm just glad to be here, and I really appreciate all the listeners out there. I just talked to our podcast manager, and he said he's never seen a podcast grow as fast as this one has. I mean, I know we're infamous in the business, but I didn't know we were famous in the business. So I would like to thank everybody out there for listening to us. I wouldn't let you down on this one again. Ricardo, take over for me. Go ahead. Well, we have an amazing, amazing guest today. He was the president of Hikari Scissors USA. He was also the corporate vice president of marketing and sales for Vidal Sassoon, vice president of Sam Via products, selected as a judge for the Naha 2020 and 2021. I want to talk a lot about that with him and really more than anything, and I'm sure he'll fill us in on all the gaps. He is the innovator and president and founder of Ergo Research and Ergo Tools. And he's also a good friend of ours and everybody knows him in the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Robert Reed. Hi, Robert. Great to be with you, especially because I haven't seen you in so long, but you're still as handsome as ever. You look fantastic. You You know, everybody in the business knows a lot about you, but you know, I want to get down to the nitty gritty here. I'd like to know what your early life was like. I'd like to know what your upbringing is all the way into the beauty business. And just a little bit about the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Robert Reed. Why don't you go ahead? Well, let's start with those early years. I guess we we won't delve into my elementary school, although I can boast I was spelling bee champion in fifth and sixth grade in Coverly Elementary in Long Beach, California. <laughs> so that began my uh, love for writing and my love for reading. As I began ready for graduation in Long Beach, I had a real excitement about rock and roll. I thought someday I would be a rock and roll singer. Then I learned I didn't have exactly what it took. So I started a radio station in my high school. It led to a relationship with a radio station in Long Beach, a real life radio station called KNAC. And I joined them doing a midnight to 6 a.m. shift. And I started to explore the opportunity of promoting rock concerts. I promoted my first rock concert when I was 19 with the headliner, Elvin Bishop. And the second bill was the sons of, uh, pardon me, the Doobie Brothers. Well, there you go. And uh, I lost my ass on that. I didn't know much about business. I knew I wanted to be in business. I knew I wanted to be in the rock and roll business, but I didn't know how to operate a business. I was just full of energy. So to pay off those bills that I owed to the radio station, I joined them as a producer for concerts in-house. I produced a lot of shows with them and finally paid off my bills. But while I was doing that, I was 19, 20, a starving radio artist producing radio commercials. And I heard one on a competing station for a hair salon in Torrance, California called Fine Arts Hair Studio. 
this is really where my beauty business began because this salon advertised all the wine you could drink in a rock and roll atmosphere. So I thought that's a fantastic environment. So I went there, had my hair cut by a fellow by name of Tiny. Uh, you can imagine he wasn't so small, but I loved the results so much. I paid 12 to $15 in around 1972 for my haircut, and I couldn't really afford that. So I sought out a salon in Los Alamitos, California, and I became their spokesperson and did some live radio broadcasts there. Met some other hairdressers that invited me into their salons, which was just a perfect rock and roll atmosphere. I loved the energy. Of course, I loved everything about it. And they taught me on their busy days how to do a shampoo to back them up. The salon owner's name was Joe Benz, and he's no longer with us, but I remember him fondly for bringing me into the industry and introducing me to so many other great hairdressers. That really got me inspired. And I was invited by the people from the salon in Los Alamitos to act as their spokesperson because they were great at hair cutting, but they couldn't really speak and cut hair at the same time. And in the audience was a legend in our industry. I didn't know any legends in our industry, but afterwards he came up to me and said, my name is Jerry Redding, and I really like the way you present yourself. So why don't you join my company? And his company was called Germac. Now in our industry today, people don't know much about the history of our industry, but mm -hmm. Jerry Redding was the founder of Redkin, and he had just started this new company that had three products and some nutritional supplements. Mm -hmm. So I joined them as a salesperson. My territory was Orange County. And for your listeners, everyone's heard of Orange County, but it had 10,000 salons, and those were all my accounts. Wow. So with a map book, and after listening to many cassettes, Jerry speaking, and he was an incredible speaker, I learned that I loved the beauty industry. And I began working with another gentleman within Germac. His name was Michael Neely, who had started another company called Focus 21. But I became excited and really avid about the customer experience. So I learned more about dealing with customers and kind of zigged and zagged my way from a sales representative into another opportunity. Some two years forward, I had applied for a management position in Germac. And I had met Jerry Redding that one time. And apparently when I sent in my resume, my resume photo, he recognized me and said, let's give this young man a shot. So at the age of 24, I was overseeing 13 Western states for Germac. And that's where I really started getting in my practice, uh, my understanding, visiting salons, visiting beauty schools, and driving a whole heck of a lot. That's where you cut your teeth. And as you were saying, a lot of people don't know the history of the industry that much anymore, but Jeremac was gigantic. And of course, Redkin, we don't even need to tell people about Redkin, but you're right, Jerry Redding, wow, he was a pioneer in the industry. And what a great guy to, to have as a mentor. After that, what did you do, Robert? Where'd you go after that? Well, in 1976, several people left Jeremac suddenly, and I was left without anyone to report to, except for Jerry's wife, Irene. So I told her all, everything I'd learned in working with the consumer and visiting salons and some of their needs, told her I was really excited to share what I had learned. But at the same time, I was managing two apartments, one in Portland, one in Southern California, driving a lot, but I needed more money. 
So I presented a good story about why it was worth a 10% salary increase, which is $80 a month. And um, well, her response was, thank you very much. It was nice having you work for us. See you later. On that same day, I visited some of the people who had left Jermac, Dick Cornfield, Jamie Mazzotta, and Gary Smith. They had just founded a company called KMS. And when I walked into the building that they had begun the company in, it was an old ice warehouse. They laughed when I walked in and they said, Reed, we knew you'd be here. We saved Southern California for you as our distributor. So I became the first KMS distributor in the world based in Southern California. Company was called KMS of Southern California. And that's when I learned about insulin education and some of the technical aspects of hair because we put together programs that presented education on Wednesday nights in my old apartment clubhouse in Westwood, California. And we presented weekly education primarily for up and coming artists and assistants in Southern California. In 1978, when KMS had become very successful, we started showing up in the wrong places. This thing called diversion wasn't new, but it was the first time it had affected me. And I became very frustrated with it and decided to sell my company to my partner. After about a six-month hiatus, started to delve into consumer products. This is, a, to me, the beginning of the real beginning. I put together a concept for a toothpaste because I thought in the beauty industry, people have such wonderful smiles, but no one ever sold any oral hygiene or or whitening products in the salon industry. So I completed some research at USC Dental Center, created a new vitamin enhanced toothpaste with a pump, which was brand new, and put together some storyboards and tried to sell it back into the beauty industry, professional industry. And no one was interested. So I put together a storyboard based upon a TV commercial that I had seen that said, if you don't look good, we don't look good. Mm -hmm. And that was a very popular commercial about Mm -hmm. the Dowsasoon products. So I called 411, which is how we got phone numbers in those years. And I called up uh, Sassoon and I said, hello, it's Robert Reed. I was calling to speak with Vidal. And he said, well, Vidal doesn't work here anymore. I said, what? So he works out of our Century City offices. So let me connect you. So they connected me over there. And I said, hi, this is Robert Reed. I'm calling to speak with Fidel about a new product. And they said, hold on one moment. And someone picked up the phone. He said, hello, this is Don. And I did know at the time that was Don Sullivan, Fidel's partner, the person who had formulated all of his products. So I said, hey, Don, it's Robert Reed. How have you been? He said, I've been fine, Robert. How have you been? said, hey, Don, I've got a new product I'd like to share with you. Rather than just telling you over the phone, I'd like to come on in. So I went in with my storyboards and my samples of my brand new toothpaste and in a pump, which is brand new. And he was just really engaged. The Sassoon offices were amazing. So I was really inspired just by being in that environment. And he said, I love this. Let's do this. But before we do, the board just had a meeting yesterday and we decided to create a new product company for professionals. And we're gonna call it Don Sullivan. And I would like for you to be my vice president and help me formulate this. What? That's an amazing story. Wow. So you worked with Don Sullivan and you formulated a line for him? Yeah, the line, the line was called Don Sullivan. And you know, working with Vidal and working with Don, there were no ceilings. We could do anything that we wanted. So we began by saying, by asking the question, what do women want in their hair to make it more beautiful? 
And the answer was they want their hair to shine like silk. So we engaged the world's largest protein company called Inolex out of Chicago. And we started to hydrolyze or use enzymes to take silk cocoons and make them into a shampoo and conditioner. And we created a whole new consumer campaign around that that became incredibly popular with the first point of purchase displays in salons that had videos. And we had great sampling programs of free products, shampoos, conditioners, and finishing rinses for salons that had couponing in magazines, radio ads. It was a whole wonderful campaign that worked synergistically to bring brand new people and put them into the chairs. And I Hmm. learned then the way that you can make yourself a friend of a salon owner is to put a new tushy in the chair. Mm -hmm. For sure. And that's a story that I had no idea was even existed. Now, now there's something I have to ask you is here's another thing that I'm dying to know. Sam Villa? Well, Sam is an incredible hairdresser. I've always felt that he sees hair differently. So he's one of the world's finest educators in being able to take something complex in a technique and simplify it. So one of my favorite platform artists. So Sam was always a strong supporter of Ergo, and Ergo is 26 years new. But like mm-hmm. other companies, we've had several lives. We've had to acclimate to the world mm-hmm. as it is around us. Around 2008, 2009, when the economy around the world went into the mm-hmm. toilet, every one of Ergo's small family-owned factories filed bankruptcy all in a period of 30 days. And Sam, having been a longtime friend of mine, invited me to join a brand new company that he had formed called Sam Via, which was a Redkin partner, to develop the tools for his company. And I focused on the electrical tools. So I had a great opportunity to work with Sam. So that lasted for a couple of years, but the world was in an economic tizzy. So they allowed me to exit and I exited gracefully and had some new inspirations for Ergo. And that's when we launched our new brush collection and our focus on education. Well, let me sort of butt in here for a bit and let me talk to our listeners about something that's extremely important about this gentleman, Robert, that you're listening to. Ever since I met this cat, and that was probably 25 years ago, and we basically lived our lives pretty much together because we were on the road every single weekend and we meet up in different cities and different situations in the beauty business. But this guy has always been with the top-notch companies and has always been surrounded by the elite and the top-notch hairdressers, not in the United States, but in the world. Whenever I go by this dude's booth at beauty conventions, it's surrounded by so much talent, it would make you go crazy. And it's even hard to get back to, to get to him, to talk to him. But I would always make it a point to go and visit him because even though I didn't think of myself as the hairdressers around his booth, but I probably should have, It just made me feel so good about the business, so good about the industry. Robert, let me ask you a question about being asked to be a judge in Naha. What Naha is for our listeners, if you don't know, it's North American Hairdressing Awards. That's what it stands for. And it's without a doubt the most prestigious award ceremony in our business today and always has been. That's an honor to be asked to be a judge. Talk about that. Well, I have so much admiration for hairdressers. Let's begin with that. You know, hairdressing is one of the most magnificent professions one could choose because you have the ability to change the way someone feels inside about themselves by the beauty you create outside. So I have just heaps of admiration for hairdressers. Always wanted to be one. 
one story that I didn't share with you was while we were waiting for the launch of Don Sullivan products, Vidal offered me the opportunity to take a sabbatical and attend the Westwood Academy, Sassoon Academy, Mm. which then was headed by Tony Beckerman. And I told Vidal, oh, Vidal, I'm just so busy. We're getting ready to launch in Australia and in Europe. Thank you so much, but no thank you. That is the single greatest regret I have as an Mm. adult, not taking that opportunity. So I have great respect for hairdressers. I wish I could change the way someone feels about themselves inside by creating a beauty outside. I think you made the right choice there about not taking that. I mean that in a way that maybe we never would have gotten the real Robert Reed the way that we got him for the past. Well, well it, it takes everybody. So That's it, it what takes I'm saying. Hairdressers and we and probably takes, would have smoked you. If you would have been a platform artist, we would have smoked you too. <laughs> it takes guys, I it takes guys like Robert too. Humiliation. I actually want to tell everybody how connected this industry is. And Robert and, and Tony and I didn't speak hardly at all before this, but all the people that he's mentioned somehow have been in our lives as well, Robert. Tony Beckerman, we worked with him at Matrix. He's a mentor to ours. Joe Benz and us worked together when we worked for Delaria. Uh, and, and how about KMS, Ricardo? K- because KMS, KMS that's we where were, we started. We were platform artists. That's where we started that's our where we started. career. I'm Sassoon trained. So the whole thing is just like all intertwined. It, it's amazing. Hey guys, this is Ricardo. I just wanted to get in here for a second and tell you about a product line that Tony and I have developed just for you. It's a line for professional hair artists that are looking for every advantage to take their work to the next level. The line is called The Art of Hair, and it is a line of professional hair care products to use in the salon behind the chair that will help you create the best results you have ever seen. The way these products perform is truly incredible. It's all due to a very few things. First is our refusal to put our name on anything that is not the best in the industry. And next, we use the highest quality ingredients that's containing a botanical blend of antioxidants that will strengthen and hydrate while creating the healthiest hair on earth. The Art of Hair products are the most innovative, cutting edge performance driven products to hit the market ever. Let's take your salon game to the next level. Go to Altieri, theartofhair.com. Your clients will love you. Now, the one thing I want to get to more than anything is like Ergo Tools because it's fantastic. Your focus is so amazing, Robert. You really have a great business sense. Wow, you would have really been scary if you were a hairdresser and a great businessman. But there's your no business, such thing. Your business, yeah, that's true. There's no such thing. That's why we need guys like this guy right here. But that's why he's been so successful at everything he's ever touched. Um, I want to talk about Ergo because I love the tool company that he has created. I want to go back to like the inception of Ergo. So you said that I know you did a lot of research on this, didn't you, before putting anything out? Well, when I was president of Ikari. I was at the show in Chicago. At that time, they called it the Midwest Show. And it was Sunday. The show was closing. And there was a a gentleman who was waiting around and and asked me, could I spend some time with you after the show? And of course, you know, working the show, you're working from early mornings till you're ragged at the end of the day. But this gentleman really felt like he had something to say. So we went off to the side and he said, I'm hoping you could help me fulfill a dream. What's that? said. Two years ago, I was injured in a fire and he showed me his hand and his 
pinky, his ring finger, and his center finger had been melted all together. And he said, I hope you could fulfill my dream of being able to cut my sister's hair for her wedding. And he showed me how he couldn't hold a pair of scissors. So I began to think creatively about how I could adapt one of our scissor handles to allow him the control to do so. And we played around some different models and some different types of latex that we could coat the handle with, cutting open the handle, uh, giving him more agility. And it started me to think that, well, serving hairdressers in this way, helping someone rehabilitate his hand, allowing him to fulfill his dreams and continue to do what he loves, which is hair, especially for his sister, this would be really rewarding. So I did some further exploration and I began to work with some of our corporate clients like Supercuts, who had tens of thousands of hairdressers. And I learned that the hand is very fragile. It's not designed to have the thumb move up and down hundreds and thousands of times every day. So I began to work with their insurance company and we developed a strategy to provide their stylus with our scissors as part of a rehabilitation program for hairdressers who had uh, gone on disability or workers comp. Of course, this was a big issue then, it's a big issue now for people who can't do what they love and for salon owners who have to help fund their rehabilitation. So we worked with some micro hand surgeons and developed an understanding with Fireman's Fund, the insurance company, and Supercuts to outfit stylists who had already suffered some injury with some training about how to hold their scissors, how not to turn their wrists, especially when cutting on the left side of the head or if they're left-handed on the right side of the head, turning the wrist under to help prevent inflammation of the wrist, also known as carpal tunnel. And it concluded with Fireman's Fund allowing a prescription from a doctor for a pair of scissors, the learning to understand how to use the scissors properly, and then the service upon the scissors to keep them in perfect shape. Mm. This is what led to my interest in ergonomics. I mm. founded Ergo in 1994 with my wife, Marlene Wagner, as a research company to provide these training programs. Hmm. And the company evolved from there. And talking hmm. about training, it's exactly what, what was on my list here of that I'm dying to talk to you about because your education is superior bar none to the best. You've always surrounded yourself with the best hairdressers. And let me tell you something, and not so much the best hairdressers, but the people that can really relate teaching. And that doesn't mean that you're good. It just means that you're human. And your whole educational formats, it's going, it's, you've got all sorts of things online. Your ergonomics are amazing. Tell us about how you pick and choose your platform artist and about the people that you surround yourself with, with your company. Wow, that's a big question, Tony. But let me begin with, it seems like people with great energy and great aspirations attract similar people. I knew you were going to say that. And, you know, like I said earlier in this presentation, your legacy is huge in the beauty business. I mean, it's it's magical because you've you've really changed people's lives. And like the gentleman you were talking about with the hand that was burned and sort of put together in the beauty business, you know, we're made to make people look and feel good. And you've made so many opportunities in so many hairdressers career through the years with all these products that you've had from from Hikari to ergonomics beside before that was Sassoon before that was KMS and so on and so forth how does it feel to be that kind of man in our business and you don't need to sugarcoat shit with me it feels great to have purpose 
every day waking up knowing that uh, people appreciate what we do. If they don't appreciate it, simply because they haven't experienced what we do. But once people have the opportunity to maybe put aside an old belief system and try something new or a new approach to finishing, which is our focus at Ergo, it's very rewarding. I feel fantastic being able to walk into any salon on any continent in any language and to be able to communicate with a hairdresser just by looking them in the eye, watching what they do, and putting an exciting new tool in their hand. And let me tell you, when when you get those tools there, they're so fun to work with. And you, you were just talking about finishing. I think that's a lost art in the industry. I think that the tools that you create really do help with the finishing that, that hairdressers do because they are superior tools. They have different things in the bristles. The bristles close the cuticle down better than any, any brush that I've ever used. Also, you have just little tiny nuanced things that all add up to make the big picture. You've got longer handles. The grip on your handle is incredible because we're always working with wet hands. The hair's wet, so we're always working and worrying about slippage. There's no slippage with your handles. Little things like you have no, you don't have seams in your brushes so that the hair can't get snagged. It's done from a, a place of like, how can we create the best tool? Not a, just another tool, but the best tool. So that's one of the reasons I love this company so much and think you're going to go so far. Now, you are very focused. And what I mean by that is I don't see you jumping around, trying a lot of crazy things. I see you, you have your vision, you plan your path, and then you execute it. Am I right, Robert? Do you feel that the same way about yourself? Well, I like to think of myself as being pragmatic or my father always taught me, uh, solve the biggest problem, make the biggest money. Something I have always understood, but uh, recognizing that a lot of the tools that are used by professionals today don't have any professional input. I mean, it's kind of obvious the way that Mm -hmm. they're glaring mistakes and how they're assembled or in the quality of their materials. Everything at Ergo begins with the thought of a hairdresser, because it really is every successful company in our industry was founded by or inspired by a hairdresser. Maybe it was created or the strategy was developed by other people, but always based upon the inspiration of a hairdresser. So everything we have here comes from the mind of our team and trying to solve the biggest problem, like blow drying is singly the most fatiguing aspect. It's and, fatiguing and, and people, unfortunately, just don't give it what they should because the finish of the hair means so much. Hey, that's the money shot at the end. You know, that's when you can charge whatever you want to charge, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that's that hair's that cuticle's closed, like you said about carpal tunnel, I've got it in both wrists. Like I said, you're just a problem solver. And I love that. You know, I love that question you just asked Robert right there, Rico. Can I just interject one second, Rico? Yeah. I got something to talk to Robert about. Robert, you're the only guy I know in the beauty business that I could talk about fishing with. (laughs) You know, I can only talk about hair so much. I mean, look, I got hook and tackle right there. You know, I live and die by hair and I live and die by fishing. I'd just like to thank you for being one of my peers. And talking about a peer, a gentleman by the name of Alan Papaleo, which we had him on the on our podcast a couple of weeks back, five, six, whatever it is, I would like the listeners to go back. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it again because he's fantastic. He's one of Robert's platform artists, educators, phenomenal hairdresser. He finishes hair like you can't imagine. And Robert only, only hires the best of the best. Talk to me a little bit about Alan. Alan is one of the most disciplined, artistic people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think artistic people 
might be flighty people, or they might have thoughts that go into many different directions, but the most successful artists have disciplines. And Alan's history of owning disciplines from his martial arts in our uh, headquarters here, I have three of Alan's paintings. Two of them are interpretations of artwork that Fidel gave me of some silk prints of two of his finest works, the Five Point Geometric Bob and the Nancy Kwan. So when you walk into our headquarters, what you see is you see two beautiful haircuts and the man himself right in between. So Alan created that wonderful portraiture of Vidal that I proudly see every day when I walk into my office. Unbelievable. But Alan, I've known as an artist from his early days with Image, mm -hmm. when he also worked with Sanvia. And Alan always had a great energy to be around. Alan has been associated with me professionally for probably 20 years now. And um, I just have utmost respect for him. So he's he a calming presence. He's able to communicate with people of his generation and people three generations behind. Because Absolutely. His calmness. He was one of our peers at Matrix for quite a long time. Just a fantastic hairdresser and just someone I could share the stage with every time. He looks at you, Robert, as Alan looks at you as a yeah. great mentor. That's what it, he's, he told us in, in our podcast with him. So he really has a lot of respect for you. And he, he calls you like his mentor. That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, that is phenomenal. You know, when we're surrounding this podcast with names like Sam Villa being a judge of Naha North American Hairdressing Awards, Alan Papaleo, all the way to Tony Beckerman, all the way back to the beginning of Redkin, we're talking about a huge, huge amount of decades of being in super involved in the hairdressing business. And Robert, I would like to congratulate you for my brother and I, who we've been in this business for 40 years together as partners. But I'd like to congratulate you. I'd like to thank you for being a part of our podcast. And I feel honored for you being a part of our podcast. And I can't wait to see him back in the convention halls when this whole thing's said and done and we can all unite together as hairdressers, being together one-on-one, -on -one, talking to each other one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, it's Ricardo again. As you might think, when Tony and I do our shows at convention halls around the world, both of us like to find the time to see what's new on the show floor. And of course, visit our friends like you guys who are all in attendance. As we do this, we have noticed that most of the styling tools in the industry that are created for the professional stylists tend to look exactly the same. And that many of the companies that create these tools find it hard to answer the questions of the stylists who are going to use them. I mean, why even make a professional tool if you're unwilling or unable to answer questions about them, right? And that is what leads me back to Ergo every time. Tony and I have purchased and we use all of the tools that Robert creates at Ergo. The reason is, is because Robert knows the importance of making professional styling tools with the input of the top stylists in the industry. His amazing design team is a starting point for everything at Ergo. His team will always answer every question you have about their tools and why they think they are the best in the industry. Unfortunately, there will be no live shows in the near future for any of us, but we have scored a special offer from Robert on his Ergo Styling Tools for our listeners. Just visit www.ergostylingtools.com and use the promo code ERGO, P-O-D-21. That's promo code E-R-G-O-P-O-D-21 to receive 20% off any order. 
And the question that I want to end with from Robert is two questions. I always end with this question. What are the keys to Ergo's success? And what are the keys to your success? Because And the future. And the future. Because we do this podcast because we want to help hairdressers get to that next level. And I think when they hear the stories of people that are successful, they can apply these things to their own careers. So tell everybody why you think, first of all, why is Ergo successful? And why is it a better tool? Because I, I really want them to hear that. And then what are the keys to your success? And then what do you see in your future? So yeah. have at it. Three big ones. Our company's success is based upon the realization that hairdressers serve people all day long, making people feel and look more beautiful. But at the end of the day, who serves the hairdresser? That's our role. But so we do so in a, a manner that allows all of our tools Ergonomics simply defined is a relationship between your body, your tools, and your workplace. So we take all that into consideration to allow one of our tools to feel instantly familiar, but better, allowing easier performance with less effort and longer lasting results. Those are always the keys of what we consider a successful styling tool. Awesome. Personally, I think my Success, I'd like to believe my success is based upon being able to see the end result and going backwards and understanding all the steps necessary to have the tools and the methods to achieve that end result. Fantastic. Um, I know you don't know this about me, but for a period of about 10 years in the 90s, I was in and out of the hospital because I had dislocated my hip and I had multiple surgeries and five hip replacements. And during that downtime, when I might have been really down, I started to see things differently and understand my purpose and my value to the industry. So when I was finally healed in 2005, I had my last operation. They put, I like to say they put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And I started to resume my health and, and get healthier. I had new inspirations. It's like while those 10 years went by, they were 10 years of time to think about my purpose. Mm -hmm. So I can see the end result. I can work backwards and understand, actually visualize all those steps and understand the tools that I need to achieve those end results. I love that. And if the hairdressers that use Ergo tools are going to, they're like right now listening and they're they're shaking their head. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But, and then the hairdressers that have never used Ergo tools, they need to get their hands on them because once they start using them, they're going to be saying, yes, yes, yes. Finally, somebody created a tool that's that works for me. Well, you're correct about that. Before we end this unbelievably, stupidly awesome podcast that I'm just so stoked on this. It's just so smooth. Robert, you're so smooth to talk to. Tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and how they can get a hold of your product so they can purchase this. I want everyone out there to purchase a set of his brushes, his blow dryers. It They're insane. And I mean, if guys like Sam Ville are using it and there's guys like uh, Alan Papaleo and other hundreds of thousands of hairdressers out there, I recommend that you buy it today. Go ahead and tell them how to get a hold of you. Thank you. You know, we spent many, probably hundreds of weekends together, right? The Altieri's and Robert Reed and all of his friends. We had so many friends. We missed that. And do. we've been very much a face-to-face -face company for the last 26 years. Mm -hmm. Now, while that has changed for now, we imagine and we're hopeful that 2022 is going to see us face-to-face -face again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the meanwhile, and through 
social media, we're easy to find through Instagram at Ergo Styling Tools, uh, our website, by the way, that's E-R-G-O-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G, Ergo Styling Tools, and our website, uh, askergo.com. Real simple to find us. You can actually just now Google Ergo and likely will come up because the search rate has been so high. So we're easy to find, but I'm also easy for people to reach. They can call me or send me a text. We're on the West Coast. I'm in my office from about 7.30 Pacific time. And my cell is 818-489-7681. And everything I've learned that's allowed me my success, as you might call it, uh, has been from learning from a hairdresser. So thank you for sharing what you need. Thank you for your encouragement. Any of your audience members can call me or text me, and I would be pleased to gain some new knowledge from them too. Oh, unbelievable. And I know you're going to put this on your social media. I know you've got a huge one. And I know that Ricardo and myself are definitely looking forward to once again, shaking your hand on that hair convention floor, like the energy, you know, we, we miss that energy tremendously. Just thinking about it makes me sort of you know, sort of shed a tear. Well, we will be back together again. Yes, we will. I encourage uh, your audience when trade shows resume mm-hmm. uh, to come meet us because our team members, like my right-hand man, Brock Goldberg, mm-hmm. our artistic team member and social manager has been doing a great job. Sarah Mack, she's also a wonderful artist. Our other team members around the country you really should come join us and get some energy from Ergo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rico, do you have anything else to say? You know what? I just want to say that we have a product line called The Art of Hair. Robert has a program that he calls The Art of the Blow Dry. We think cope aesthetically. His products definitely are incredible and they create insane results. And our products do the same. So I love what he does with his tools. Check out our tools our liquid tools, use them together. You guys will love them. Just want to say thank you so much to Robert. Thanks for your time, Robert. We appreciate it. Yeah, I would like to say in closing, the collection that you've created, it's so beautiful. It would belong on my walls. Hmm. They are a piece of art. That art, that art is great. Just that That's all Rico stuff. I wish you lots of success. I know you have hundreds of thousands of followers who are really excited about it. And I encourage them to get their hands in it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. And use them simultaneously with Ergo Tools. You'll love tight lines. Tight <laughs> lines. God bless Thanks, you guys. Robert. I love all, all of you. Thank you so much, Robert. Thank you for tuning in to the Art of Hair podcast with the Altieri Brothers. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For full show notes, full transcripts, and resources to help you become the best, visit us at altierytheartofhair.com and you can also find us on Instagram at altierytheartofhair.com